And please excuse me, because I have to put on my Clark Kent glasses. Clark Kent took off his glasses, he put on his glasses. I forgot already. Superman put on his glasses. Okay. So we have a... Yeah, good. All righty. Everybody's welcome. And we're starting Parsha. So at the end of Parsha Lech Lecha, there is... Yeah? Okay, we'll soon come to it. The Chumish says, Hashem commands yeah, the mitzvah of Mila, circumcision. Hashem commands Avraham Avinu for the first time. We have the mitzvah of circumcision introduced in the Parsha Lech Lecha. Many halachas of circumcision are derived from Avraham and this parasha, and many halachas are derived from parasha Sazriya, etc. Okay, without going into the <coughs> specifics or details, the general issue which we will touch on today, and this is as follows. There are two psukim here, which the Gemara in Mesichta with the Zorah Daf Zayin treats. That is one pasuk, uh, in other words, the same halacha, and there are two opinions where we derive this halacha from. The halacha is as follows. The halacha is, the Gemara says, a goy, if the goy circumcised a Jew, the circumcision is invalid. So you're going to do it again? If he cuts it off, there's nothing to cut anymore. <laughs> if he cuts the whole thing off. <laughs> Actually, it's not a joke. There's an opinion in Misichta Abu Yudh that an expert... Akum, goy, oivid kechovim, idol worshiper, in other words, a goy, right? Akum, akum, akum okusi. Relax. An idolater, right? Yes, 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 for sure. So in Davchov Zayin, in Mesich there is an opinion that if the idolater, right, the one who worships idols, is a goy and he's an expert doctor, then if he circumcises, it is valid. Because that opinion held that it's only a rabbinic prohibition. Yeah. It's only a rabbinic prohibition. And therefore, the reason we wouldn't want a non-Jew... No, no, no. Metitza prepare is a hot topic, yes, but we won't touch on it. No. Definitely not. Even with a straw. Let's go on. But if the doctor is an expert doctor, so then it's allowed, because that opinion is, he's of the opinion, this opinion is, holds that uh, we're afraid that maybe the doctor, the idol worshiper, will mutilate the child. And therefore, it's an opinion of on the top of the page. That's why an expert... No, that's why an expert doctor is okay, because he's a reliable doctor. Excuse me. Right. So it comes out very clear that the problem is with such shvichus domin. Right? In other words, only because of mutilation. But if not for that, it would be, wouldn't be a problem. So it would seem that the prohibition is only rabbinic. But now we go on with two other opinions. Now we're coming to the, to the two final rulings. And this is, we hold, the halacha is that it is biblically... Invalid. In other words, if a non-Jew, a non-Jew, irrelevant if he's an expert doctor or not, he circumcises a Jewish child, the din is child is only a child. It could be a Jewish adult, a Jewish child, whatever. It is the 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 the, the meal is invalid. The Rambam says if he happens to do it, you don't have to do it again. <laughs> There's anything left, but you just mativ dambris. You just have to. Yeah, you have to. That's a, a right. Correct. If you, in the right way, if you meant it in the right way, it's fine. <laughs> okay. 
No, no, no. So that's why we have to be very careful and respectful for the, for the topics. Let's go. Please, everybody, it should be within you know, the core of the shul, etc. For vital. Unless it's in the hole. <laughs> Wait, who knows what we're going to say when we're in the sukkah. <laughs> okay, let's move here. So, and the, there are two reasons where we derive, with the two sources we, we, where this is derived. It's either derived from the Posuk where Hashem says to Avram, on page 74 in the Stone Edition, it says, Hashem says, You are to keep and heed to my covenant, and your seed, your offspring. So, according to this opinion, it would mean that they are to keep it, meaning that all those who are born thereafter, in other words, only those who are your offspring are to implement the, the bris. But otherwise, if he's a guy, a yid only, only a yid is suitable, and it's derived from that posuk. Another posuk, there's another opinion, where it's, that it's derived from the posuk 13, Yud Gimel, it says, Himoil, Yimoil, Yilid Beischo Miknas Kaspecha, which there is a, it's a redundant, right? It seems to be superfluous, a double expression, Himoil, Yimoil. So the Girashi explains, the Gemara says, that's a, other opinion says, it says, Ham, we darshan, we, we expound, Hamul Yimoil, the one who is circumcised may circumcise others. One who is not circumcised aren't allowed to, is not allowed to circumcise others. Just relax. There's nothing to smirk about because it's all straightforward. Let's move. Then the Gemara says, excuse me, let me just conclude. The Gemara makes it very clear in the lengthy exposition of the Gemara until the Mishnah. The Gemara says, even a goy who has circumcised himself or is, is not, invalidates the bris, in other words, is not good, because he inherently is not uh, uh, commanded, he is not commanded to circumcise himself, so therefore inherently he doesn't contain that mitzvah, etc., and therefore he is regarded as an ore, someone who still has the foreskin, so to speak. There was the masculine right, who seemed to always mutcher the, the Rebbe Marash, etc. So he said to the masculine, who was a yid, from the, from the Tnuah Sahaskola, from the Haskola movement, he says, by many, by yidin, everybody has this uh, bris, uh, right? They remove the foreskin. But by others, they remove it and place it on their nose. And he said to him, "That's but here something knows." <laughs> Basically, that's why when you call somebody a a shin mem, does is a mol if it's half and knows it makes sense. Okay, before the writer, I've been with the chagirat and maretish can can never pay. Excuse me. Okay, this said. So okay, let, let, let's heritage was a zogai. I appreciate the point point taken, but because uh, uh, that's why it's invalid. That's why it's invalid. Exactly. Even if they circumcise themselves, it's also invalid. In other words, like B'nai Ketura, are invalid to be mal yidin, says the Shagis Aryeh, because they're not commanded in Priya. They're only commanded in Mila. And the yid is commanded in Priya. Ended. So therefore, a non-Jew, even if he's circumcised, he's regarded as an Aurel, and therefore the Mishnah says, or whatever, right? So the Gemara says, if we don't look if he's actually practically circumcised or not, if he's a yid or a goy, that's what it depends on. So a, non-Jew, a, Jew, a non-Jew, right? Even if he's circumcised, he's regarded as an Aurel. Right? As one who hasn't been circumcised. Halachic criteria. The same goes for a yid. Even la halacha. Right? If the halacha is meisu echav machmas mila. If God forbid his brother, someone in the family, right? They, 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 they would... Afrecht. 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 
If there was a sakana right, it was dangerous for, to, to, to circumcise this yid. So the halacha is that he is regarded halachically as if he's circumcised. And therefore he may circumcise another yid who, who actually needs that circumcision, even though he himself has the foreskin. Because inherently he is regarded as one who is mold. The question is here as follows. And this is the question which is dealt with. Now, uh, this is introduced... Uh, Whatever, but it's treated by the Meforshim. The Rabbi Trevor has something very novel to say on this, and I will attempt to uh, present it to you. I, I wouldn't claim that I mamish understand every word of his because there's some Oisius Porchos, you know, he speaks his own language. But nevertheless, uh, as we go, we'll see. The question is Akodesh Baruch Hu commands Avram Avinu to circumcise himself, correct? Good. He circumcises himself and he circumcises his household, Yishmael, Ubnei Beisa, etc. We discussed in the former shir who was circumcised first. Was Avram circumcised first or was the household circumcised first? Okay? And we raised an issue. And that is, many Mepharshim say we must say that Avram Avinu first circumcised himself and then he circumcised his household. Why? Due to the fact that the Pesach says, Hamul one who is circumcised, is only then fit and suitable to circumcise others. So therefore, Avraham Avinu had to first circumcise himself, and then he becomes fit to circumcise, he becomes a mole, a circumcised individual, and then he's fit to circumcise others. So said uh, the Shoyal Omeshiv in, in the Vreshol, the Treves Mortchen, the Nevdom Mishkanis Yankev, etc., and the Rogachover also raised it. We will treat this in length on Shabbos Bezer Hashem. Okay. Now that's all in relation to Avra in length. Okay? That's why Avram Avinu had to circumcise himself first and then he did his household. The question is, what's with Avram Avinu himself? What's with Avram Avinu himself? Who circumcised Avram Avinu? Himself. Himself? himself. Oh! Lost Lost Let's not talk not about pre and not about yeah. Yeah. Okay? Please. <laughs> It's not a joke. Who circumcised? But we're going to expound on this. We touched on this years ago. Years ago, when we mentioned something. And those who remember, like John, Baruch Hashem, so he remembers. But just don't give it out. Don't spill the beans. But uh, there we have a whole lengthy exposition. I don't think I'm removing it. It's late. It's already 8 o'clock. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did he do it to him? He himself circumcised himself and a convert. Let's say nowadays, a convert, right? He has to circumcise himself to be converted to Yiddishkeit. He has to circumcise himself and then he has the Tefillah and the Kabbalah Mitzvahs, etc., right? So the question is, can he, who circumcises him? A Mayal, a Yiddish, a Mayal circumcises him. Can he circumcise himself? A convert, he's a goy. Can he circumcise himself? He's a goy, he's a normal, he has Allah Can he circumcise himself? No. And it's a Mephurashem and Cheschinuch. But if he goes to Mikvah first? Yafer, thank you. Now, the Mircha Schinuch says that it's Poshu, it goes without saying in Mircha Schinuch Mitzvah Beis, that a Geir, a convert, cannot circumcise himself because he is still a goy. And it says, Hamol Yimod, one who is circumcised can circumcise others. And because he is not yet circumcised, he's a goy, and a goy who circumcises others, it's, the circumcision is invalid. Therefore, it's posh, it says the Mircha Schinuch, that he cannot circumcise himself. Then he goes on to say, Before the Geirs, yeah? Of course. What do you mean before the Geirs? After the Geirs, he says, After the Geirs, he says, 
Now he wants to, in the process of the Gerus, he has to do the Mila, the Tvila, and the Kabbalah's mitzvahs, right? He takes upon himself to keep Hashem mitzvahs, Hashem's mitzvahs. Now he wants to do the Mila himself. He wants to save a couple of bucks, all right? Whatever the reasons are, and he does it himself. He's an expert doctor. Yeah, he's a good doctor. And he doesn't trust others with the mitzitzah. Mind your business. <laughs> now, you asked for it, so I did it. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. If all right, yeah? So, the reeker. I'm sorry. It's all your fault. All righty. So, uh, so he says it's a different portion. It goes without saying, surely, no, it's invalid. And then he raises what, uh, what you just raised. And that is, that he says, according to the opinions that the tvila, the immersion in the mikveh, comes before the circumcision, so even though a complete yid, he is only with all, well, all parts of it, right? Nevertheless, if he immerses in the mikveh first and then circumcises himself, in other words, he doesn't do it in the order, or if he happens to decide and ends up cutting it off, and, you know, the, the foreskin, and he ends up circumcising himself, it's okay after the act. Okay? Bidiyeved. He says, and he gives a reason why. We'll soon discuss the reason why. Okay? And then he ends up saying an interesting thing. He says as follows. In, under all circumstances, the facts are that when does a girl become a yid? Only after he actually... After he circumcises himself and after he's toivel, right? We know the brocha before the circumcision is made, the moil, before he says, he says, a the says, makes the brocha first and then he circumcises himself. If a ger wants to circumcise himself first, right, without going to mikvah first, he wants to circumcise himself. We said after the act, it's okay, it's accepted. We'll discuss why later. Okay, so the question is when does he make the brocha? How can he make the bracha before? Can he say, Asherke the Shuk is a goy? He says, Asherke the Shuk is a goy. He says, Asherke the is a goy. Why can't he make it after? Because he's still a goy. Okay, okay, Allah Zamanot. So, the Gabi the Tvila, listen, Dikr, I'm just saying what he says. The short Minchas Chinuch, a short section of Mitzvah Beis, he says, he doesn't talk about the Tvila and the Mila. He talks about the Mila, and he says, therefore, he would have to make the Birchas Amila after he does the circumcision. And he says, just like the, the, the Gemara says by the Tvila, the, the rule is that when a woman goes to mikveh, the bracha on the Tvila, she says, after the first dip, after the first immersion, she immerses once, I believe so, yeah, and then she makes the bracha and then immerses again. So Toysvitz explains in the Sept of Sochem, why is that? Because of the Tvila of a ger, just like by a convert, you can't make the bracha before he immerses, he's still a guy. So he has to have the circumcision. Then it heals. And he goes into the mikveh. And then only after he comes out of the mikveh can he say, Says Toysvitz, because of the, 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 the convert's tvila, that he must say it only after the immersion, they instituted by all immersions, right? Everyone who immerses and needs to do halachically immerse. So the halach is that they say the brach after the tvila, because of the gale. What, 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 before the niguf, so Tyson discusses that you have to actually we make the bracha after the washing, not before the washing. According to the Ramam, we do it before the washing, but according to most possibly, we do it after the washing before you dry it, before you dry. So that's why it's good. But let's not talk about the tefillah. Now we're talking about the tefillah. Let's move. We have no time now. We have no time. I'm sorry. Please excuse me. Let's move. We're talking about the tefillah now. Okay, let's move. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. Uh, then he says, if that's the case, 
We just explained that a convert must make the bracha on his circumcision only after he circumcises himself, right? There's no way he can say it before. That was for the tefillah. Okay, let's, but just simple, right? He can't say it before, he has to say it after. Good enough, right? If that's the case, just like he asks, if, just like we, is explained in the Rishonim, that all the tefillahs, we say the bracha after the dipping, after the immersion, because of the tefillah of the ger, the same should go for the bracha on the mila. Because the mila of a ger must be only afterwards and not before, so therefore, right? Right? So therefore, all the, the milas, we should make the bracha after, not before. He says, we can be mechalik, we can explain, but this is a point he raises. And then, I'm going on. Just going on. The ikir is, what's going on here? How was Avram? Now, the, so the milas says, it's poshut, right? It goes without saying, that a convert, a, a fellow who is still a goy, cannot circumcise himself. So to say that Avram, Avinu, circumcised himself, can it work or not? How could the circumcision be valid? Right? Okay. Now, uh, there is a simple, obvious difference between Avram, Avinu, and, and, and every convert. And this is as follows. And this is based on what we said, without elaborating what the Chassam Seifer said, but we just mentioned it in the name of the Chassam Seifer. The Gemara says that a Goy can't circumcise a Jew. Why? Because he's not commanded to circumcise. So therefore, even if he circumcises himself, the Goy, and wants to circumcise a Jew, it's totally invalid. Why? Because inherently he doesn't have it. The mitzvah of Mila, and he's not commanded, etc. So the guy, even after he circumcised himself, is as if he's not circumcised. But the Yid, even if he's not circumcised. Now, Avram Avinu was commanded. True, he is still a Ben Noyach. Before he circumcises himself, he's still a Ben Noyach. But before he circumcises himself, Hashem commands him to circumcise himself. The Baldi Hashem commands him to circumcise himself, he's not worse off than a yid who, for, 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 for medical reasons, can't circumcise himself, right? But because Hashem commanded him to circumcise himself, just there's something which is in his way for medical reasons or whatever, he can't not circumcise himself, so the halacha is, he's regarded as a circumcised individual if he's a yid. Due to the fact that Hashem commanded him, to circumcise himself, so therefore he may fall into the category of an individual who, because he's obliged, he's different than the regular convert who cannot do it on, 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 his, on himself. But Avram can do it on himself because Hashem commands him to, 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 to circumcise himself. So the commandment itself puts him into the category of Hamul, one who is circumcised, so to speak. The Chassam Seifer said something like that to explain what, who circumcised his household. So the, so the, the Ramban said that they, he circumcised the household first. Right? No, 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 leave Mafreya out. Just, just, just the point. Right? And the question was, how can Avram Avinu, who is not yet circumcised, circumcise them? And the answer is, because he took upon himself to circumcise them, that makes it good enough. Because he was commanded and took it upon himself. The same thing, that's in relation to the household. Same rules in relation to himself. Because he was obliged, therefore he took it upon himself. So therefore, and he does it to himself, therefore it's valid. Ended. No problem. It's good. Listen here. Um, so there he, seems he, he, he wouldn't have had to do it himself, on himself first if, if that's the rationale. But I'm sorry, thank you. Although whatever you're raising, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm barely paying attention for a simple reason, because we discussed it Monday. I'm very sorry. And time is short, so after my riff, anytime. Thank you. Please excuse me. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, now, there is... Uh, 
another reconciliation, but doesn't seem too simple. Now, take a look at the Rashi. Rashi takes, says as follows. Rashi says, uh, quoted in the Rashi, uh, uh, okay, a second, on page 76 uh, in the Stone Edition. Uh, sorry, is it? Just saw it there. Yep. Uh, it's, yeah, on page 76 in the stone edition of the second column. That's one, two, three, four, five. Five lines from the top of the second column. In the brackets. In the Rashi Dibura Masal Behimoloi Ace Psaro Losoi. Says Rashi, not a Avram Sakin. Avram took the knife, Ochazbor Losoi, and he held the foreskin. Verot Alachtoich, and he wanted to cut. Vahoyim is he was afraid. Shehoyim is Zokin, he was old. What did Hashem do? Hashem stretched out his hand, and he held with him. Like it says, we say daily in our prayers, right? Hashem makes a covenant with Avraham Avinu. It doesn't say, Hashem made a covenant to him. He made a covenant with him. So what's that with him? Because Shenem Achor Zemei Abris, Kiloi Nemar Ele Loi Loi Nemar. Let's say him Ele Imai with him. Bracious Rabbi Rashi Yoshem. So in the first edition of the Rashi, this was quoted. Right? It's not found in all the Rashi's. The question is questionable if Rashi actually had it, wrote it himself. But whatever the case is, the concept, this idea, this statement is found already in the Tanchuma Yoshon, in the Tanchuma Kodum, which is in other words the original Medrash Tanchuma. Your standard Medrash Tanchuma, it's not there, but in your Medrash, your original Medrash Tanchuma, which is called Hayoshon Vak. Published by Shlomo Baber, whatever. So he claims that uh, that's where it originates from. It's thereafter quoted in Agoda's Brachus, and even in the Medrash Rabbah, Memtes Dalit, but nevertheless he claims that the Medrash Rabbah may have taken it from the Tanchumel. Okay, the outcome. Now, some of us want to say that basically Rashi wants to reconcile this problem. And it's actually found in the, in the commentary Yedei Moshe. There's a commentary Yedei Moshe in your, in your Medrash Rabbah. It's on the bottom of the page in little letters. And he brings Raisiu Matsosi, the Pirush Aleph Beis Aleph. Who is Aleph Beis Aleph? Thank God I found it. It's Avram Ben Osher. Avram Ben Osher, he wrote a Pirush on Medrash Rabbah called Oir uh, Hasechel. That's the name of the, of the Medrash, uh, Pirush, Oir Hasechel, which, by the way, if the shoe, Baruch Hashem has a Medrash Rabbah, thanks to your son, Avi, right? And a Medrash Rabbah from uh, Shatten, the Shattenstein, what, uh, what do you call them? The Art Scroll, right? Art Scroll Medrash Rabbah. So there they quote already the Sefer Ura Seichel. Uh, I looked up the Ura Seichel on Hebrew books. So Ura Seichel is there. I actually have a copy of it. Hey, Sigit, look at that. A printout. Here's the Ura Seichel. This Seichel was published about 1565 or something like that. So he's really one of the Kadmonim from the Achronic Kadmoni Achronim. The Iker is on this Medrash where the Medrash asks the question. It says, basically, it says in the Medrash as follows Avram Avinu asks Akadosh Baruchu, and who will circumcise me? Says this Pirush, you know what this fellow meant? What, what Avram Avinu meant to ask? Who will circumcise me? He meant this question. Because he knew very well, HaKadosh Baruch says to him, that only a Yid can circumcise another Yid. A non-Jew cannot circumcise another Yid. And therefore he asks HaKadosh Baruch who, who will circumcise me? And that's what the, uh, the Avram Ben Asher quoted in the Yidei Moshe says. Now he doesn't explain what Hashem answered him. But according to what the sequence of the Medrash is, this is the answer. What is the answer? 
The answer is, and this actually, this, the way I understand that this is the answer, it also seems to, uh, uh, in this safe, and Shaila is a true Rishmei Shaila, which this is, I told you, Ayid, who was in, in Kruka, in Kruka, this is a, a, a greater guy, a Galician Rav, from Krakow, who pushed much of the Rogichover, hundreds of Jews <laughs> in this side of the Jewish Rishmei Shaila, and much of the Rogichover on different Shailas, and the, if he's lucky, the Rogichover answers him, and if the Rogichover doesn't answer him, he mooches him, and he says, you didn't answer me, and why didn't you answer me, and this and that, it's Giferlach, but it's a Gvaldiket, Ziza Sefer, which mamed hundreds of Shailas. Anyway, so there he seems to, he quotes this Medrash, and he says, If I recall correctly, he wants to say, and I found it already at other places, in Pardis Yosef. And he says as follows, basically, the answer is, he didn't do it himself. He himself would invalidate his circumcision. It's Hashem doing it for him. It's called, like as if to say, Hashem is Messiah Biyoda. He was afraid to do it. So some say the reason he was afraid to do it. He says, who's going to be Malmi? So the sequence is, he was afraid he was an old man, Rashi quotes, right? So some say he was afraid he was going to injure himself. His hands were shaking or whatever. So I called the oh, So can I say something? Yeah, listen to me. You know what's funny? I understood that Hashem is holding his, holding his hand, the hand which is cutting. Now the Rashi, Rashi, arch Rashi says Hashem holds the foreskin with him. And Avram is cutting. That's what it tells on the art scroll Rashi. That I've, see, I think it's very sadistic. I don't know if they know what they were saying. But they say Hashem holds the foreskin with Avram, and Avram seems to be cutting. But I understand from the Rashi that Avram is, Hashem is holding Avram's hand and cuts along with Avram. Which Rashi seems to say that, right? Yes. Doesn't say what? Doesn't say what? So that's why the Rashi Ashkel, I would also. Or maybe he's holding both, because if he's just cutting his hand, he may be dying. Andy, no worries. I go that way too. I'll tell you what it says in the Ashkel Rashi. He holds the force with Abram. That's what it says. Ashkel Rashi. Anyway, no problem. Mask him. Okay, let's go. I'll do you other niche. He's good Jewish? Let's move, let's go. I don't know. We're not finished. Okay, okay, okay. wonderful. Laws, 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 laws. It makes sense also because it says earlier in the Rashi and then it uses the word Okay, the question is okay. Yeah, two things here. One moment, let's analyze it here. We must move because we have to come to the Roger Chauver, please. Hello. Hello. Okay, we'll treat the Shiloh Rabbi Raskin is raising, and that's in the singing, and that is what's going on there. HaKadosh Baruch Hashem commands the creation, right? Yidin, Yidin have to be mal. You can't be mal via a miracle. So that basically the Mepharshim say Hashem held his hand. It was a miracle occurred, so to speak, and Hashem gives him the support, so to see. It's had a miracle. It's miraculous that Hashem is supporting him and helps him circumcise himself. What's, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. You need a human being to circumcise himself. So how do we reconcile the problem? Right? So Bechlal, in general, the approach, the general approach that Hashem is helping him, I, um, it's like, it's, and it's together Messiah, like he's helping him, he's supporting him, so it's regarded not like as if Avram is doing it, it's as if Hashem is doing it. Which, by the way, uh, there's a Shailah Zetshuvah's Divere Malkiel from the Lomjer of, from Lomjer, and he says, if a father cannot do the circumcision himself, nowadays it's become a style and it's a stroll, you just watch out, because the Gemara says in Rabbi Lezer de Mila, we'll come to that daf and daf, you know, in, in Perik, whatever, and there it says that a fellow who didn't know how to cut and he wanted to be a big shot and he cut the whole thing off. He's on the Shvissen Derfun. And this Shavkein Yiddish King is up. It says, yeah, before the Gemara. Okay? So therefore, nowadays, they use some kind of, some kind of no, a shield, okay. shield, and the Moyle prepares it for the father, in order for the father to be able to fulfill his obligation, because it's the obligation of the child. Nevertheless, says the Divirim Malkiel as follows. He says, if there is an option for the father to do it, the father should do it. Now, if the father cannot do it, he has to make a shliach, he makes the Moyle a messenger. Now, an agent. Nevertheless, he says, the father 
should at least be the sandik. Why? Because the fact is you can't do the circumcision without the sandik. You must have the sandik. Even though the sandik is merely misayeya, he's supporting, he's substantiating the moil, and we know misayeya ain't boy mamish. Usually it was just someone just helping along. It doesn't really, it's not, it doesn't count, hold water, so to speak. It's not so substantial halakhically. But in this case, there's a misayeya, he's a misayeya, sheyesh boy mamish. This misayeya holding the child will only make it possible for the moil to circumcise, otherwise it's impossible. And that's why we use the sandik. So he says the sandik is a misayeya, sheyesh boy mamish. He's, he's supporting the moil and helping, so it's actually partaking and taking part in the Mila as if he was doing it himself and therefore I was Zoycha and my first son I was the Sandik for that reason because it's a Chubis de Vermalkil even though I don't think the Rav liked it so much but whatever the case is because of Allah that I wanted to do it myself and I couldn't do it myself so at least I was the Sandik let's go and I'm not giving anyone any ideas don't get me wrong and I think you should continue so on following the Minigis Rav but my first son no excuse me I couldn't be the Moil I said I wouldn't go with that so I did the second best Yeah, at least the Sandik Okay, end it. Basically, that's what HaKadosh Baruch is doing. He's doing it, right? HaKadosh Baruch is the Messiah, Sheesh by Mamish. But according to that, it seems like it's happening miraculously, right? It's not, it's not something uh, 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 natural. So, you know what I was thinking? Let me ask you a question. What's the deal if someone is born circumcised? No, no. You have to be native. You have to be native, Dambris. So, you know what I thought? HaKadosh Baruch helped him. What does that mean? So we remove the foreskin. So he ends up being not any worse than a Nailed Mohol. In other words, if you have a child which was born circumcised, you don't circumcise him again. End it. We're talking about circumcision now. Right? So what's the idea? What do we gain by HaKadosh Baruch helping him? He couldn't do it himself. HaKadosh Baruch helps him. So it's as if it's regarded as miraculous. So what does it become? He's a Nailed Mohol. He's not worse than a child born circumcised. Which then you don't have to circumcise him. And that's exactly what we did here. We basically have to remove the foreskin. By removing the foreskin, even though HaKadosh Baruch was doing it, right? So it's as, that's as if in, other, in a different form and fashion, he's regarded like as if he has no uh, foreskin. No worries. So just like a Nolet Mo, you don't circumcise him. I thought that may be shot in this medrash. My shot. But listen to, I, I, I doubt if others learn that way. And therefore, it's not so simple. Uh, how is it? What do we gain by saying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually helps him? Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, let me just say one thing. According to the Rabbi Trevor Goin, we'll see exactly the participation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the meal of Avram, and we'll appreciate how it can work. Okay. Now, there's a, another interest, there's a, an interesting Pirka de Rabbi Lezer. Pirka de Rabbi Lezer, it says... Naturally, this commentary says that the Medrash Rabbah doesn't follow the Brigadier Rabbah lesson. He says, I'm just bringing out Lagabi this Nolot Mohol business. Uh, he says that, uh, that uh, it says clearly in Brigadier Rabbah lesson that when HaKadosh Baruch commands Avram Avinu to circumcise himself, what does he do? He, he contacts Shem ben Noyach, contacts Shem, the son of Noyach, and tells him, okay, come on, Mechabit. So he's Mechabit, Shem ben Noyach, and Shem ben Noyach circumcises him and Yishma. So it says clearly a prickle to Rabbi Lezer, it's not Avram doing it. It's not a Kodesh Baruch doing it. Shame the son of Noach is doing it. Asks Rabdovid Luria the Radal in his known commentary, this standard commentary in the prickle to Rabbi Lezer. What did we gain? Shame Ben Noach is a Ben Noach. He's Ben Noach. And if he's a Ben Noach, so just like we know the din is of a goy, it's not mal, it says hamul yimol, one who is circumcised concerns. So what did Avram Avinu gain? He couldn't do it himself to himself, right? So what does he invite Shem Benoyach to do it? And Shem Benoyach is also Benoyach. Listen to what he says, the Gewaltige Zach. 
the Chazal say he was born Nolad Mol. He was born circumcised. So Shem, Shem Ben Doyach was born circumcised. So he says, maybe that's why he, I'm not, didn't end. Maybe that's why he asked Shem Ben Noyach to do it, because he was a circumcised individual already. But then the, the, the what's his name, the Radal says, I, I still, I'm still not happy. Because the facts are, if you have a goy, a goy, he circumcises himself, he's circumcised. He's no good, he invalidates the circumcision of a Jew, right? He's no good, you have to have a Jew. So a goy who is born circumcised is just as bad. And if that's the case, what did we gain by inviting Shem Ben Noyach? He says, unless, he says, maybe because he was born circumcised. And Hashem had communicated with Shem Ben Noyach. So that's, so to speak, a com complete uh, covenant, so to speak, by Shem. And therefore that validates it. Anyway, he doesn't really treat it and he ends up raising the issue. And he says, to look at the Midrashim in relation to Avram. End it. Um, The Rogachover comes up with something very novel. And this is as follows. The Rambam says, the language of the Rambam is as follows. He enumerates the empiric base of Hilfus Mila he, 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 he starts, uh, men he mentions all those who are valid, who are suitable to do the circumcision by Yid. And then he says, Vigoi loi yimol klau. A goi should not circumcise a yid under all circumstances. Klau. Now on this klau, there are many commentaries. There are Mephorshi or Rambam, we know every expression of the Rambam is, 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 is numbered, is measured. And here the Rambam says, lo yimel klau, could have been sufficient for the Rambam to say, v'goy lo yimel. And a goy, like the psak of the halach of the Gemara, goy is, makes it invalid. He says, lo yimel klau. What's the klau? Now, I've seen different pirushim. One pirush, for instance, says, Lo'imel klau, means as follows, even if he's an expert doctor. Like we mentioned, there's a, 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 an opinion of the Gemara, if he's an expert doctor, you can use the guy, because the Rambam is of the opinion, like the other opinions of the Gemara, that under all circumstances, biblically, it's, it's not acceptable. So therefore, Lo'imel klau under all circumstances. Or another pishat, Lo'imel klau, even where there's no other Jew around, Lo'imel klau, that can also be loyal under all circumstances, meaning if there's no yid, you would think, loyimel, maybe we have an option. But if there's no option, you would think, maybe choose the good. You should blind my fellow, a yid, a yid, No. Nevertheless, Rambam says, loyimel, klau. Okay. That's another way of approaching this Rambam. Others want to say, loyimel, klau may mean that even, the Rambam wants to also say what the Gemara says, that even if you have a guy who's circumcised, so nevertheless, under all circumstances, circumstances don't use a goy even if the goy is circumcised right in other words the cloud they're trying to measure up what the cloud means now from the notes from from the from the honest of the rogichover on this rambam my feeling is as follows on this rambam the rambam says where the gemara speaks about ktina bar shalom and then he goes on to bring many other ayins, 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 ayins. And he concludes with a statement. And I believe the Rogachover going approached this Rambam and wanted to say the Rambam means as follows. When it says goy lo klal, the Rambam means not just a goy should not circumcise another Jew, but lo klal. He shouldn't circumcise himself. A convert. A guy who wants to convert. 
Should he, can he be mal himself or can he not be mal himself? That's the discussion we're having tonight. So the Rogachover understood this wash in the Rambam. In other words, you can argue and say, maybe the Gemara says, A guy shouldn't circumcise another yid, but he may be able to circumcise himself. And possibly, maybe that's what actually occurred by Avram Avinu. He circumcised himself, etc., etc. So the Rambam looks at that lotion. The Rambam says, Goy lo yimel klal. Under, all, under all circumstances, there's no situation that a goy should be able to be mal. In general, not just a yidafke. Lo yimel klal. Klal meaning even himself? Because he's a goy. And then he says, why do I think he understood the Rambam that way? Because he says, look in the Gemara and Abed Zorah, that yud. What's the story? The story there is where, unfortunately, pardon? Yeah, exactly. The emperor of Rome he hated the Jews. He wanted to annihilate the Jews. He asked his people what to do. They all say annihilate him. Tina Bar Shalom was a fine goy. He was a, a minister, a minister by the goy, by the emperor, by, by in Rome. And he said, "No, you shouldn't uh, annihilate the Jews. It's not don't not, don't kill the Jews in your country. Number one, in your kingdom. Number one, it's not going to help because the Jews are dispersed all over the world. You're not going to gain anything by it. Number one. Number two, you should know they're going to call you a genocidal uh, king, uh, kingdom, whatever, like Assad in Syria, right?" Big deal, it could be he didn't care, but nevertheless. So the, the emperor of Rome accepted. He says, okay, fine, but the Gemara continues on and says, due to the fact that he didn't accept what the emperor wanted, and he said his own opinion, even though the emperor accepted his opinion, he therefore was taken out to be, uh, to be, to, to be buried alive, basically. Okay, buried, buried alive. As he's going, so the Gemara says there, the beginning of the Gemara was that all the descendants of Esau will go to Gehinom, like it says in the Psukim in the verses, except, there are exceptions. Which exceptions are there? The Gemara says it's Antoninus, he was a king in Rome, and also Ketina uh, Bar Shalom. And the Gemara tells us the story that he will be Zoyche, he'll have a Pashir in Elam Haba. Why? So this, 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 uh, this Roman woman, this woman sees as they're taking him to the gallows, yeah? And uh, they say to him, hey, you know, if you, you want to go on a ship and you don't pay your taxes, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. He says, if you're not circumcised, you want to end up going and having a share with the Jews in Ghanaian? They're circumcised and you're not. So how are you going to deal with that? Says the Gemara, he fell on his orla, on his foreskin. And there are two opinions exactly how he removed it. He bit it off or he knocked it off or whatever. And he ended up going and then a baskel came out. It's like there's a sequence. The baskel comes out and says he was So what's the issue there? We have to have him sit together with the Yidin Ganadin, right? And he has to remove his foreskin. And who's removing the foreskin for him? He himself did. He's a guy. So he's mechsidi umas ha'olam. So what is the Rambam, what is the Rogachover doing? He says, Ayin b'gimori avadizor adaf yud. That look, it seems like the guy himself is removing his foreskin and he's called a, a guy who did it to himself and he's called circumcised. He'll be with the Eden in Elam Haba. As I good as a gate. As I good as a gate in Elam And as this is Abba Medina who are nimor, who are circumcised. Vaisachin's circumcision is a valid circumcision even though he's himself is doing it to himself. Now, I noticed the other's query, was it a valid circumcision? Because he was after all a guy and he may have not converted either. He may have remained a guy because it doesn't say anywhere that he converted. But Toysvis on the spot says, You should know Antoninus also ended up circumcising himself. And Antoninus 
actually was Nisgayer, says the Talmud Yerushalmi. Toysus brings him a Sechta Megillah, the Perik Aleph, Aleph, Ates. Aleph, Yudalef. Therefore, Antoninus is, Toysus seems to put Antoninus on the same, on the same scale together with, uh, with, with uh, what's it called? With Ketina uh, Bashalum. And it possibly, therefore, I would believe, according to the Toysus, maybe it is Begeder Mila. In other words, it's actually a, a valid circumcision, possibly. I'm not sure. But basically, the Rebbe raises... Uh, raises, raises the issue that look, there's a removal of the foreskin by a goy, and it's begather mole, ain't a orl, whatever. Okay, then it goes on to bring all different gemoras, which raise with the concept, which convey the concept of boing ke'echod. That, that they, we, they can be all at once. In other words, here we have a simple case. The din is, uh, the, 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 many cases, right? But one of the, a case which is identical to our case mainly, and that's a taste with the Ksubis He brings four, he brings a raya. I'll bring you, I mentioned just a couple of rice. It's Mamish late. So what's going to be in the, they're going to come in and run. Actually, the whole minion is here. So give me five minutes, yeah? Boinka yeah. uh, uh, That means when you have a cause and effect, right? The cause has to come before the effect, right? Before the cause has to come before the result, right? There's a Mesiba and a Mesuvah. The Siba has to come before the Mesuvah. But if it's all at once, how does it work, right? They usually come, one becomes before the other, right? Because that's a result of the first thing, right? And as a human being, so we're limited, we have to do something, one thing first and the next thing next, right? Etc. Okay, basically, the Gemara, here's an example by a Geir. The Gemara says that a Geir cotton at Bilm Noise al the bezin, of, uh, if we have a cotton, a mine, or a gear, a convert, we have to convert, and we have to, we have to put him into the mikveh, and we want to convert him, and his father's not alive, and the bezin becomes the, uh, the, uh, the Gemara said that's beneficial for the, for the miner, that he becomes a yid, because it's good for him, and they become the agents on behalf of the miner, and we say that they put him into the mikveh, right? And the question is, asks Toysus, how can the bezin become agents on behalf of the miner? The minor is a, still a goy, right? To immerse him, and the din is that the sh- a goy cannot be, make an agent, appoint an agent, a yid. So how can the minor, Toysus speaks also about a minor, let's talk about the yid and the goy now. So Toysus says, what's going on here? The minor is still a goy. How can we say that the bezdin acts as his agents and immerses him, right? Because the minor cannot do what he does is not binding. So therefore we need adults, and they are yidin, and they act as we have to immerse him. Right? Says the Gemara, how can that work? Says, ask Stoismus, how can that work? Answer Stoismus. Due to the fact that this, this, this immersion, this, this uh, appointment is to make him a Yid, so therefore we say that the appointment, right, the agent, the appointing of an agent can also be because it's regarded as if the Yid is appointing him. What does that mean? The fact is, we first have to appoint him, and who's appointing him? A Goy, right? And after they're appointed, if the Yid appoints him, so they're appointed as agents, and then the agent immerses him, right? Toysim says, because the immersion is meant to make the minor a Yid, so therefore, the appointment is already regarded as if the Yid is appointing him. How could that be? So the Rajba, there's a Rajba in Ksubis Dafidalaf, and he says, it's, it's the Shia Vigir Boing and that's the Achronim explained, that's the meaning of the Toysus. Boing Kehechot happened at once. All these three, two things happen simultaneously. 
the schia, this that they're appointed as agents, and this that he becomes a yid, is simultaneous. How can it be simultaneous? We first have to appoint them, and we still going. And nevertheless, and then thereafter he becomes a yid. Nevertheless, there's a concept of boin ke'echot, and there are tens of examples throughout the Shas. The, the Rabbi Yosef Engel in the Sefer Beis HaOitzer, in, 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 in the Erech boin ke'echot, he says this is a noise otsum bechol Shas. This is a, a massive, fundamental, powerful discussion in the Shas of boin ke'echot that we can have to Two things occurring simultaneously, even though naturally speaking and halakhically speaking, first one thing has to occur and then the second point. Here is a boy in Kehachot. Here we go. The Rogat Shavar says as follows. The Rogat Shavar, therefore, in all his notes on the Rambam and Hilda Smila, seems to prove that we can say boy in Kehachot. So the gay, the convert, should be able to be mal himself. How can it work? He's a goy when he cuts himself. But due to the fact that this, that the goy cuts, is circumcising himself, he becomes a yid. So therefore, it's regarded as if the yid is circumcising him. Even though he's still a guy, really. So practically, you look at him, he's a guy. And he's not circumcised. And the only time he becomes a yid is after the circumcision. But due to the fact, this, the reason why he's circumcising himself now is to become a yid. So this, the act of the circumcision is regarded as if the yid is doing it. That's boinka echot. That's the concept of boinka echot. Based on the Torah's Rising Subas, it's found in Shaz Gitten and many different halachas by Gitten and many other. Deacon, the Rogat Shavra wants to say as follows. So he brings in, in his, uh, so it seems that the Rambam, what he says, Klal may need, have a different meaning. The Rambam may not negate. I don't know how he retracts from the Rambam, but nevertheless he seems to go along with the concept of Boeing Ka'echod, that it can work by a convert. So if so, it can work by Avram. But listen to the, what he says. So by Avram we can say that he himself circumcised himself. How? Because we will use the concept of Boeing Ka'echod. It works at simultaneous. Simultaneous, in other words, even though as a go he's circumcising himself, but simultaneously he becomes a yid. So therefore, it's as if it's a yid who's circumcising him. Okay? That's what we're working with Avram. The Iker, he claims that the whole possibility of something working simultaneously is only by HaKadosh Baruch By a human being, that's not possible. Because by a human being, there's past, present, and future. Only by HaKadosh Baruch it's a hoya hoya v'yikiyechot. So the past, present, and future, it can be at the same time. So he says, therefore, and he goes on to say that wherever you find boing ke'echad in the shas, that seems to be his approach, it has to be clearly connected with HaKadosh Baruch in an obvious fashion. And he says, where is that being conveyed? In this mitzvah smila. HaKadosh Moshe Avraham Avinu asks HaKadosh Baruch, how can I be mal myself? I'm a goy. So HaKadosh Baruch holds his hand. It doesn't help him. Avraham is cutting Avram is the one who is cutting. The question is, how can, and how can it work? Halachically, what's the formula? The formula is boing ke'echot. But how can boing ke'echot work by a human being, right? It's past, present, and future. How can that happen? He first has to, as a goy, he circumcises himself. Then he becomes a yid. How can you say that while he circumcises himself, he's already a yid? How does that work? Only by the Lord it can be. That's why, oh, HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch shows him, I commanded you to do so, so it's a mitzvah HaKadosh Baruch And in my realm, and in my world, it's Ke'echad. Therefore it can be by you Ke'echad. So that's the meaning of the Medrash, that he held his hand. And the Rosh goes on, and he really goes to town with this thing. So Bechol, what the Rosh says is very novel, because no one ever thought about it and dreamt about it. Because people, the Achorinim, do want to say Boeing Ke'echad and apply it to many different places. Come to the Rosh there seems to be regulations, not to everything can you apply it. We'll find it by Gittin. And he says, the only reason we'll apply it to Git, to Gittin is because I have a Talmud Yerushalmi who said that HaKadosh Baruch is Miyached Shmoi by Yid and uh, uh, by uh, Gittin, by Mashenka, by Goyim, not, etc. With this we end. Have a good night. I'm sorry. Time short. Please excuse me. That's what I mean. I'm trying to say, yeah.
It means he's conveying the message that the, the Boeing Gekhan is going to work, but how can it work? Yeah. You need a 